Hi beautiful people, welcome to Thrum Kanai's podcast. I'm your host Kanai Cynthia and Karibuni. If you're new to this platform, Karibu to the family. We hope you will stay, we hope you will enjoy and we hope you will learn a thing or two. If you're coming back from listening to other podcast episodes, na umenizoya, umezoya sauti yangu. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate the love and the support that you guys give this podcast. So guys, how have you been doing? Have you been winning? I, I hope you have. Okay, I really hope you have. And I hope you've been embracing your insecurities because that's what we are all about. So before we get into today's episodes, after before I give you the tea on who the guest is, hey guys, on this day that we are recording the episode, my enemies were working full time. Like no jokes, you guys, no jokes. Like things were just going wrong. I woke up in the morning, my mom had a bad mood and you guys understand African mothers. You understand? So my mom, I don't know. She just had a bad mood. Alikuwa anangusha vyombo everywhere. Alikuwa, she wanted to sweep on that day. She wanted to just do them. And it was a weekday. She wanted to sweep Sijui water. There is that. But yes. And then there is rain. Guys, at our place, hakujawai nyesha asubui. Like, for that whole week, hakukuwa namvua, let me tell y'all, hakukuwa namvua. But on the day that I was recording the podcast, kulikuwa namvua. And I was telling God, God, why? And he told me, you know, your enemies are working full-time one day, but I will still show up for you. And yes, so... <laughs> With all that said, and we put that aside, um, at some point, you guys, hapo kwa beginning, kuna some rain, but the rain went away after some few minutes. So, munivumilie too, please. But you can still hear us talk, and you can hear us clearly. So, I am sorry for the rain. If you'll hear my mom sweep somewhere, open the gate somewhere, or open the door somewhere, please excuse her. She really wanted to be featured on the podcast. Yeah, so let's get into today's episode. And on today's episode, we feature such an amazing person. I remember the first time I watched his content, I laughed. Like, everyone in my house loves him. On the day that we were recording the, the podcast, people were behind the, people were behind the camera because I do most of my interviews on Zoom, Skype, or on a call. So we decided to do ours on Zoom. Eh, tuko hivi kwa nini, kwa episode, tunarecord on Zoom. Eh, my family kwa hapo nyuma, imechatish, inachoma. Inachoma, my sister was just there, she was really excited. So, I really, personally, like, I personally really love him. I love his personality. He's one of the kindest people I have seen on media. And he's really, really humble. And, yeah, I just appreciate his content. He's funny. Okay, by now you already know who I'm talking about, so... Yes, but he's really nice. He's really funny and he's such a king and he is winning. He's winning big time on social media. So our guest is none other than George Kagwe himself. 
aka Mpesa Lady called Scholar and he laughs aki nilikuwa nimeji prepare kucheka but nika realize I do not know how to love like him so it's okay but yeah you guys know him as Judge Kagwe or Mpesa Lady or Scholar you know him you know his kids and you know his wife yeah he's really funny on social media if you've not checked out his content please you are slacking on him please check him out on Instagram at Judge Kagwe or on YouTube at Judge Kagwe he's really funny he'll make your day if you're having a bad day please just go to Judge Kagwe at a checker and you will laugh I'm telling you you will laugh throughout this interview I was just laughing like yes we were being serious and yes he was communicating things that were serious but as in any time I just see like Liliana Nikama and Ataka Kucheka I was laughing so yeah I really enjoyed myself I'm talking to him um something that i wanted to add is when we were having this conversation and when we had the talk um you'll get to find out what we really talked about but we mostly talk about talk about schoolwork sorry yeah we mostly talk about schoolwork and insecurities around schoolwork and i remember um when i was in primary school wow my schoolwork really really defined me like if you took me out of my studies i really don't know who i was like i swear but i know primary is still a young age to like know yourself and discover yourself fully but i think my education is what really defined me like teachers liked me because i was bright ha! um like yeah that's what i felt like so going into high school and losing that eh my god it was a lot because i went to high school and i stopped reading i stopped paying attention in school i realized i didn't like the sciences as much as i thought i would so i started failing and when i started failing i remember i lost my identity i lost who i was because as i have told you my schoolwork is what really defined who i was and what i was doing like i was used to being cynthia index so and so so now getting into high school and not being cynthia index so and so the school that i went to kulikuwa so many bright people and you get like from one is a clean slate for everyone so you don't know shit how do you get to by the way you don't know anything alafu ndo na biology chemistry and all that nonsense Ah, I lost my identity and I remember um if you've listened to my episode called self harm which you should you should listen to that episode um you get to hear about the stories that I got to battle with at that time and how I got into self harm so yeah yeah so just talking to him reminded me of that time and I think something that I just wanted to point out is I know that many times we are forced into believing that our schoolwork is what defines us or atakama see where like you have a sibling or a daughter or a son somewhere who thinks that you know my schoolwork is what defines me like this grade is what defines me i remember in high school when a teacher told me you are an average student you are a c student i felt like that c defined me okay but i am called cynthia and people call me c <laughs> Woo! Okay, that aside, you get like I felt like that grade defines who I was. Like, if someone told me how are you academically, I'd say I'm an average student. I am not an A. 
kind of student, but I'm also not a D kind of student. I am an average student. But when it comes to Kiswahili, I'm an A student. When it comes to physics, I am a C student. And it became such a big, like, it became such a big part of my identity. And I get if you are also in uni, in high school, or whatever stage you're in right now, please don't let it come into your head and make you feel like you can't do things because of a certain grade. I find a lot of people do that. Kwanza after high school and after KCSE and you're given the results and you get this certain grade. Like I feel like people around you might force you into believing that you are that grade, but you are not. Imagine you are not. You're far greater than the grade and whatever grade you have gotten at any stage of your life does not define who you are, boo. It does not. It does not. You can rise above it. You really can. So yeah, um... <laughs> Let me preach. Let me preach. So let's get into today's podcast episode. Hi, George. Hi. Welcome to my podcast. Asante, Asante, Cynthia. Glad to be here. Humbled as well and honored. Um, yes, so George is here today because I felt like he's one of the people who's really influential and you're really confident on media and you portray this personality that many people can relate to. So I just wanted you here on my platform today so that you can talk about your insecurity stories because you know people just see this character but people don't know what is behind the character. So if you're comfortable, please share with us your insecurity stories. Uh, well, yeah, so, I mean, the insecurities, um, I believe, just start from within, really, and not really outside. I mean, I've been a plump guy or a fat guy for a very long time um, in various stages. Um, even when people didn't recognize me as being fat, there was a time I was very fit, doing jogging and all that stuff. I still I still saw myself as being big, um, but I, I really accepted who I was. Um, the insecurities for me usually don't come from my physical appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very secure about that. And I think it's all about self-awareness. So I was brought up in a home with a dad and a mom. My dad worked a lot. My mom, um, you know, put her career aside and became a stay-at-home mom. Or what people used to call a housewife <laughs> back then. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's what I can credit it to. My mom really was there for all of us. We are three of us. I have two other siblings, one older one and one who's younger than me by a year. And I can credit it to her presence being around that she really instilled a lot of a lot of confidence in us guys. Um, and, you know, I think that's where it usually just starts from. Mm-hmm. It starts from insecurity for people. If right now you can reflect, if you look back at when on how you grew up, um, it's not really your school life, it's your home life. So did you grow up in an abusive uh, kind of home? Did you grow up in a home where, you know, you are accepted, people instilled confidence in you? And so my mom used to praise, would praise me and praise us for even the small things that we do. And she would really try and encourage us even when we fail. Uh, my dad was the strict one. My dad was the one, <laughs> if you fail exams, but uh, it's, you've committed a crime. Yeah. You know, <laughs> As most dads were or are. Um, so that was my dad. But my mom would be like, she would, she would understand. Because I think she also walked the path where she, she failed also exams in school. Yeah? But yeah. my dad would always have the narrative. Me, I performed the best in school. He came from a very humble background and poor background. And 
So for him, school was the only way out of poverty. And would tell us how great we are. We look great. We are awesome. She would, she would, she would dress us when we were younger and tell us we look nice and stuff like that. So the words of affirmation, you know, those things for love languages. Yeah. Uh, we, we really, I really got them for for when I was young, and I think that's one of the things that put self confidence in me as we grew up. So I would credit it to my mom. Yeah. And so for me, that's what brought security a lot for me. But I would have insecurity issues now when I start going to school. So when I start going to school, I wasn't a, I wasn't an A student, uh, nor was I a D and F student. I was just an average student. I, I didn't put much effort. I didn't like the school system, basically. When I went to kindergarten, I was, uh, I, uh, my, my mom tells me, and I, I even my dad told me this story when he was alive, told me how I, I ran away from school the first day of school. <laughs> like, literally, like, I like ran, ran. Yeah, in yeah, ran, like ran after my dad, because my dad dropped me, and then uh, I got out of the school gate and kicked the guard who was there and ran after him. Um, you know, and, and I mean, that that was not the, that was just to say that, you know, I was, I mean, I loved my home environment, so mm-hmm. I was used to my parents and everything. So when I got into this space, I didn't feel like it was a space where I would belong. It was very structured. We all wear the same clothes. We are all, uh, it was like prison, you yeah. know. So, so, but as gradually as I went on, I, I, in my education, I came to realize that I'm just an extrovert. I'm, I'm an extrovert. I don't belong in the classroom. Staying, staying close to eight hours in a classroom a day, like that just kills me because, you know, I sleep eight hours. So that's 16 hours already gone. And then <laughs> the rest of the eight hours is either traffic, doing homework, eating, you know, being, um, there's not too much time for social so for me the insecurity came in now in education and it really sprouted in primary education um i would i would try to fit in because i'm not sharp no but i want to be with the cool kids so i would try to fit in at that point and as you try and fit in you get into the wrong what people call the wrong company because yeah. all of us are trying the wrong company is actually based on it, 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 it comprises of people who are all trying to fit in. There are those guys who've not gotten love from home, so they're trying to get love here. There are those guys who are who they just don't want to be A students. They yeah. like to be rebellious at uh, They don't like the place where they're at in life. They're not being listened to. So we were a gang of people who are just trying to get something, to be filled with something. So those are the, if you're in school, Cynthia, remember you hey. don't, don't hang out with I re- I was those people people are being told not to hang out with. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right now, in hindsight, right now, you look at it and you're like, "Hey, Pombe, Pombe, Cynthia was just uh, just had some few uh, deficiencies." Yeah, yeah. So we were all trying to fit in. So me, I would get into uh, primary school. I remember I was caught with gas, I was caught with cigarettes. I was caught with uh, various things in primo. I was in boarding school then. And so my parents used to be called a lot to school. I chomokan with good grades. This was back in the 90s. So I was chomokan with good grades anyway. And I went to secondary. So when I went to secondary school, my dad, I was called to a boarding school in Kajiado. But my dad was like, hey, this guy, hell to the dome. This guy is not going to a boarding school. He's staying here. Where he's staying every day. Yeah. Every single day. 
So when I got into secondary school, my form one was great. I was doing good. I was top ten, top five actually. I was top five in the class. Uh, things now started going south when I got into form two. Because now again, I don't like this school environment. Yeah. I'm being forced to do three sciences. I didn't like chemistry at all. I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. Same. You know. <laughs> so, so me, I'm here. I'm like, hey, I'm trying to fit in. Eh? So anyway, in the long run, what happened is I became rebellious. I yeah. didn't. I never used to do assignments. My folks would ask me, do you have assignments? And I'm like, hey, today we're not given. Yet we were given. They never saw my diary. I used to forge signatures. I used to dub exams. Uh, I was caught dubbing once. Um, I think my folks were called as well. Uh, I was caught with stolen goods and items from other kids. I was. I just became rebellious, and it was all just to just be hard because I didn't like this whole school thing. Um, and even now, even with my daughter, I can see my daughter has the same kind of characteristics I do have. So I don't force school on her. Yeah. Like, hey, if she takes with this whole homeschooling thing, if she takes. Five minutes and she's already feeling bored to change to something else then she'll come back to it and finish yeah um so anyway so for me those were the insecure i got insecure because i didn't feel accepted i didn't feel like you know my my voice was being heard because i did i really love the arts like when it comes to the arts and activities ah uh, i was, show up. every day we have like top class yeah <laughs> I was like, today we have art. Ah, we're going to school today. Yeah. Today we have swimmo. Let's go. Today we have uh, soccer. Or yeah. <laughs> today is a day to go to school, but uh, even if you're sick. Yeah. But that Monday, I'm like, guy, triple physics, gee, what? I, I was just like, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for me, I mean, that's where now my insecurity started now swelling. So it got so bad that I was, uh, so again, we were in this clique of what you call bad company. God. And all of us are We're all kids. Yeah. We don't know this thing. We're just being forced here by teachers who've been trained that we have to go through this system. Our parents, because they went through this system, they are the same guys now telling us, hey, you have to go through this system. Yet the world is changing. Yeah. They are not realizing that, which I don't blame them. So anyway, so from three comes and me, but I do my box and I get a particular. Huh? I get a full D plus. Imagine. So when I get a D plus, <laughs> when I get a D plus, my folks, uh, my dad, I remember, uh, sat me down. And this, uh, just to paint a picture, this was uh, during the when when finally uh, we we got Moy out of power. This was two thousand and two. So I'm supposed to go to form four in two thousand and three, right? And finally, my dad, like I think so so actually what was happening like and so stuff through my eyes and he just sat me down and told me you know what like at the end of the day you still need to get good grades so that you can go to a good college or whatever um and whatever you want to do after because you still have to have a good life yeah so you still have to get a good education and good grades so Mazi, you can't go to form four if you go to form four the best you will harvest is that d plus like that's that's the best you will harvest so me, I was like, so what are you suggesting? I like repeat form three. I like repeat what? I like my guy. You're, are you smoking something? So me, I was like, ah, boss, me, I brought repeat nothing. <laughs> you know, cause now me, I'm like, guys, you want me to go repeat? Yeah. I have another year, two years. Yet I'm here at the finish. I don't even like so, it. Anyway, so, yeah. Ah, 
So I rebelled. I was like, that whole December, I'm like, no way back. So my mom tried to talk to me, my dad tried to talk to me again, and now they're talking to me like grown-ups. Eh? Yeah, yeah. So they're not trying to bring it down. So me, I'm trying to have my voice heard, meaning all this stuff. So eventually, um, I actually saw the sense of it. I was like, okay, you know, my folks are not are talking to me very differently. So let me see what this is all about. Yeah. So we really sat down and had a good conversation. We had, we went for, we had dinner and we, and, and then he, they just talked to me some sense. And now when they talked to me some sense, that's when I was like, okay, no problem. Me, I can repeat. <laughs> but where do I repeat? They're like, hey, in the same school, I'm like, look at these guys. <laughs> look at these guys. There's no way I'm repeating in the same school, guys. We smoking something cheap. You know, so I tell them, <laughs> so yeah, I tell them, but uh, listen, me, I can't, I can't repeat the same school in the same, the same class in the same school. I learn a school. That like you'll have to go to bowling. I'm like, we have no problem. So we went to a school in Moranga called Kiagotho. <laughs> so when we go to Kiagotho, <laughs> had no life. So you have to understand me. This time I've been in Consolata High School. Sorry, in Westland. Say sorry. Hey. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so this time, my dad put me in a school where I can be, I can be managed. Like teachers, like that's why he took me to that school. So. Now I've been in Tao. Now I'm taken to Shards. So we have gone to see this school. Hey, had no life. Guys have to fetch water with buckets. If you were in which well and what river. So you, uh, they're eating very how many times? Nini, nini, nini. So me, I'm looking at that whole life. I'm like, hey, do I want this thing? That time I had a pal was in that school. So me, I talked to the guy and the guy is like, hey, look, it's hard knock, but then Jeve, we feel, the, the baridi we feel in this joint. <laughs> it is bad. <laughs> So me, I'm like, I just have two years, Bana. Do I want two years of separation? Or what do I want? So we go talk to the principal. We're taken around the school. I'm like, Sir, no problem. We can do the same school. So now it's time to go to the school. And my parents, now my dad wants to go and give the news to the school. Because now I had delayed opening school. And, uh, uh, he had told the school that, hey, this guy is not coming. But there are some issues here, but don't worry. He's going to come back, and when he comes back, we'll come and fight. So now we go to the school. Uh, this one week after they had opened, or is it two weeks? And now we go to the deputy principal's office. This is an office me have always gone for the wrong reasons. Wrong reasons, always. So these guys are tired. These guys are like, this is the final year. He knew this guy is gone. You know, but this bunch of students are gone. So we enter, and my dad breaks the news. And I saw the deputy principal's office. The guy inside is like, no, hell to the no. There's no way. Because. This guy is going, no way. Yeah. So again, here I'm battling with insecurities. Because now I'm like, I'm like, shut. So here, uh, I'm trying I'm trying to, to take the counsel of my parents. But at the same time, it's a battle. Because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not good in academics. I'm not good in whatever. In this country, you can't chomoka with a scholarship for sports or for acting or whatever, even till today. Yeah. Uh, however many years down the line. So, so uh, they said that they'll meet us the school board, so they took another week. And now when they took another the reason why they took a whole week was because there was one guy, the dean of physics. I remember the guy called Mr. Ogola. The guy had refused. His vote was no. 
the guy a whole week had refused. So it's a Catholic school. So the priests and the priests are there like, hey, let's give him a second chance. You know, we are Catholic school. Even Jesus gave guys second chance. God gives a second chance. Blah blah blah. That whole vibe. Yeah. Hey, this guy is like this. This guy is no. So me, I get to know now later that this the guy was refusing. So eventually he was like, ah, sour. Let's give this guy a try. But me, I've told you guys, this guy. It is. It's on you guys if anything happens to this guy. So my dad gets the call and he's like, and he's told sour, this guy can come back. So now I have to go back. Now this is why I have to battle with insecurity. Remember, this is an age between. I'm at the age of between 16 and 18. So this is teenage bang on last stretch of teenage mode. So acceptance so now I have to deal with various things. The one I'm taking to a class that we used to monolize when we were in form 2, we used to monolize them in form 1. Okay? Yeah. So when I enter this class, these guys think this is a punishment. So most of the students they are like, "Hey, this guy's been punished." is been told to ingia uko ndani. Yeah. Then I have to now talk to my other the guys now who've gone to the next class, my pals now. Cuz now but now I'm talking to no one cuz now I'm figuring I'm trying to figure out how do I talk. Second, the teachers are coming to the class and they're fighting again this guy. This guy Dohomose Alvan Torres. So they're fighting this Dohomose in this same class. I thought this guy was going to another class and is going to get out of our lives. So now you can see the question teachers teachers are like what's going on in this students in this class now now back in form 3 they're like what's going on but other class they're seeing me in school but they're calling me and they're like dude what's up how come you've not come to class we are seeing you in school but what's going on brother but now i don't have the words to explain yeah, so it yeah, took yeah. me a week to explain to people there's a magic who like had a thing thing like this <laughs> she was the first person I explained to the really just you know it became like a breakup like hey, I'm sorry but me I've taken a decision uh, I have to go I have to, I have to go now and just repeat this class yeah <laughs> so that's the first person I told who eventually told the other guys who were in Pompona then in third form I had to tell my desk mate who eventually told others hey, that geography my geography teacher now is the one who came and asked me and she is the one who went and told the other teachers and so there was a lot of fight and talk for like 2 3 weeks and this guy has repeated in the same and it's his own decision this guy is one of the dumbest guys you've ever met <laughs> so that was the vibe and that was like now i'm having major insecurities i'm like did i make the right choice yeah but but back at home i'm being i'm being supported So of course I'm not talking to guys about my insecurity I didn't have that space but at home I can tell guys are like hey continue doing because now I'm back in the same class with my sis so I was in a I was in a different class I was ahead of my sis but now I'm back again and that's another battle I had so now I'm like shucks and those guys you know those statistics that get repeated and 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 and, and, and the, the sister caught up with the guy yeah 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 so so now I've become that guy I've become that statistic now. You know. Yeah. So for me, for me, I mean that was now a time when I had to deal with the insecurities and the insecurities here were just belonging my identity. Um, am I dumb? Am I stupid? 
why am I failing in school? But you know, this whole year of repeating really helped me to, to come to a conclusion and find out like, you know, the things of why I was failing in school. And it was all, I was all focusing on my education. Um, I was beca- had become rebellious just lots of stuff eh? and so and so that really helped me to deal with a lot of my insecurities at that point and i was blessed to deal with those insecurities early to get rejected early to get to get ridiculed early to get uh, laughed at early to get mocked and even while all that is happening and the mockery is happening i'm still forging on i'm still going forward i didn't I didn't even. I don't think I fell into a depressed, depressive state. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there were those thoughts, depressive thoughts, and eventually I chomokat. You know, great. The next year in form four, I was made a prefect. Hey! Hey, I'm telling you, my dad did. My dad actually thought I was lying. Called the school. Did you guys make this guy a prefect? Yeah. Because my dad had reached a place with me where, and I remember this in a family meeting, and this was part of also the insecurities I got, where in a family meeting, my dad had even declared how much he had lost trust in me. Yeah. You know, and that coming from your father, like, that was deep, that was huge. So where he was, like, in front of the family, he's like, me, I don't trust you anymore. Like, I've lost all hope in you, in any all that stuff. So now my dad calling is just that part of also his insecurities. Like, this this dog of mother, this guy will, this guy will, this guy will, this guy will, he's probably stolen this tie. Because he asked me, hey, calling the uniform has changed. Because now prefects are given a red tie. Yeah. And I told him, I'm a prefect for environment. I'm a prefect. He asked me, for what? For environment. Hey. How? He school. That's when he was told, hey, this guy is a prefect. Hey, my dad took us out for dinner. Hey. Took us for dinner that evening. That this guy has been made a prefect. Hey, he's a piri. <laughs> so, and, and when we went from four, also my dad was the guest of honor for Christ giving day. Because guys, actually, teachers were teachers were waiting for my downfall. That's yeah. when I came and found out. Like, teachers were waiting for my downfall. There were some students, of course, waiting for downfall. But, you know, even when I was made a prefect, like, there was 60% of the school laughed. <laughs> and the teachers, they laughed. They were like, guy, you've made this one over yeah. A prefect. Ah, yeah, we've joked. Yeah, we've joked. So I think that for me is when I was able to battle with my insecurities. Yeah. And, you know, for anyone listening in, we it doesn't have to happen at that stage. For some people, it happens later on in stage, others earlier. But, you know, the place where I got to was Yanni. <laughs> it's just me. And me me in this world, me against the world. Yeah. There's nothing else. It doesn't matter who's who. And what people think about you, it doesn't matter what people think uh, say about you, what they believe about you. As long as you believe deep down, it is this is your journey. As long as you have people around you who can, even if it's one guy who can believe in you, you know that is what is important. As long as you believe in yourself, that is what is important. And that's why today we have mental, you know, mental health awareness, yeah. such that there are people who can help you
I don't let this celeb get into my head. I live my humble life. I live my with humility. I try and help people as much as I can. That's why you asked me and I'm like, why not? What will it cost? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. 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 Uh, cause, cause man, that you just have to be level-headed. The, yeah. the, the amount of, the amount of, and we have to understand some of these celebs because we see them in news and we see them in blogs and stuff. So some of the things these guys are doing and pulling, it's because of self-awareness, man. Yeah. They have insecurities that they're trying to feel with mm. big cars and, and chicks or yeah. dudes and money and all these things. They just have insecurities, man. Yeah. The majority of them, they have, they are as human as you. They go to bed like you. They go to the toilet like you. It smells like yours. It is like that. Yeah. And Beyonce. Ananda cho like us. Uh. Akuna <laughs> tofauti. Yeah. They're all human just like us. Yeah. So at times what we see on the gram is now what is propelling our insecurities and really, um, you know, sparking that flame of our insecurities to the point of us guys now we get depressed because we saw so and so now has bought a car and probably they rented it, that car or borrowed it. Or so and so is dressing like this. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we are telling you this side of this life, it is hard. Yeah. You, I can imagine. Yeah. You know, here in Kenya, in fact, like the states or in, in Western culture, in the Western culture, those guys have been in that industry for hundreds of years. As guys, we've been in this industry probably for now fifty years. So we still have so much to catch up on. Eh? And so yeah. for us guys. Yeah, we just have to understand that. That we have to be so secure in ourselves. Self-awareness. And that's why I love the, the fact that you're talking to people about insecurity. Because the more we talk about our insecurities, someone else will realize, Aya, who made this guy is just like me? Yeah. You know? Okay. So that we start accepting other. You know, so, when they're doing this Zoom call, they'll not even do it in their house. They don't but that's those are the insecurities those are the insecurities that people have yeah. and having tasted this side of life where a character of mine went viral regionally or globally um, I can tell you Yanni, yeah, whoop, whoop. yeah like I can tell you you have to be level headed <laughs> you have to stick your ground otherwise because many people are coming for you many people want to collaborate with you Many, you know, that's a lab life. Mm. Uh, it can really get to your head. I was invited to an award ceremony. Me, I wore, me, Kalasha Awards. Me, I wore the suit I wore for the, a wedding last year <laughs> in January. Simple at all. Yeah. I didn't have money to start going to start spending on suits. I mean, yeah. I tried. But then my wife sat me down and told me, hey, boss, budget me tight. I could not my boy, you're going to use your and go for 12 cheese. Ow. How? No, two hours. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In fact, a lot of people didn't know in that Kalasha was my suit, my trousers. My trousers had an issue with my zip. People didn't know that. <laughs> I like it, I could talk about it. I couldn't need to talk about the videos. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so for me, for me, that those are the insecurities I'm battling right now. Do I have any any insecurities? Not quite. Mm. Um, some try to creep in. I'm not. I'm not perfect, by the way. Some try to creep in, like 
hey, hii video imepata views ngapi? Imepata likes ngapi? Oh, ime, ime, has it gotten to where I wanted it to get? Yeah. And then I remember, hey, even those two likes and those 100 views, imagine that's enough. Mm. That's enough. You have you have to understand an audience of two. You know, in Christianity there's if you're a Christian, you know that people say that even if one person is in church, if if we are there for that one person, it's cool. It's the same principle I have. For me, even if it's one person, that's why every comment I go, I like it. If I don't have a comment, I still like it. If I can comment and reply, I reply to it. Um, for every comment because I really value treasure because social media now is about consumers. Yeah. There are a lot of people listening in here Cynthia. It doesn't matter if it's a million or it's one person. Yeah. It is fine. Yeah. We deliver the same way we'll deliver if it was a million people. The same way if it is just one person. Because mm-hmm. it will change someone's life. life and that's, sure. that's the bottom line. That's yeah. the bottom line. And so that's why for me I've just brought back a pesa lady after probably five months. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I didn't want to do it for commercial purposes. I want to do it so that people can relate with the character and and help them. When people say, "Hey, I was having a bad day and now I have a good day." That for me is a win. Mm-hmm. That's the win I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm not looking for 50,000 views on Instagram anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. And it's a daily battle, so I have to put the you know, I have to put the individuals and people in place. That's why my wife helps me to do that so that uh, she can always remind me just do it mm-hmm. this person has requested do it yeah. for this person yeah. it's not for the 8 million people on instagram yeah in in yeah. you know yeah yeah so that's that that's all my insecurity stories okay thank you so much and before we wrap up i just wanted to point out like many people say that men can't be insecure like and people don't yeah. talk about it. I remember even the, the episode that I published last week where I had a lady over. People are like, are you going to have a man over? Because, you know, men are not allowed to talk about their insecurities. What do you have to say about that? Oh, man. So, the, yeah, that's the, that's the notion that is going around. And the myth that goes around is men don't have insecurities. Yeah. Men have insecurities. Mm. Um, as equal and equally as women the only thing is that women now are more expressive about their insecurities mm-hmm. than men <clears throat> i i belong to various groups of men for example where we, we 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 meet and we talk and we really have hard conversations family yako inakula unaona how are you doing in life you know are you okay with your wife ama you have someone aside with you Mm. You know, hard, tough conversation. So there are two types of men here. There are two types of men I would classify them. There are those men who have insecurities but want to hide and use their insecurities as vices for them to do whatever ill they want to do. And we have men who have insecurities who may not know they have them until they come into a group of men. Mm. So that's why you see there's a lot of, you know, even guys like Big Ted, um, Big Ted, Ted Josiah, all those prominent people and men in society right now, what, even Kina Funky, just Jimmy, they're, like, they're advocating for men to really speak and talk about their, their insecurities and around their insecurities. You get? Mm. So that's, that's something I would say that, and I would encourage all men here is, 
please find spaces and safe spaces where you can talk. Yeah, just to, to wrap it up, yeah, I mean, for, for men, men need to talk. That's why we, that's why a lot of us have mental uh, case, uh, mental uh, health issues and cases, and we are really killing ourselves because of the fact that we are not talking about our insecurities. And once me started talking, once I started talking about my insecurities, I realized I'm like every other man. I'm like my dad. My dad didn't have it all together. Yeah. It's just that he put a brave face. But he, no one has the answer to lies. Everybody is just trying their own formula. No one has the correct answer. And once we figure that out, uh, we'll be talking about our insecurities more. Yeah, yeah. Why lie? Yeah. <laughs> So, um, closing, what do you have to tell everyone who's listening to this? And yeah, how does someone come out of the bubble of insecurities? Uh, okay, so first of all, I'd just like to commend you, Cynthia, um, for, for starting the podcast. You know, it's, 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 just, it's just amazing to see what people are doing out there. No matter what age you are, no matter what demographic you come from or status of life, you know, the internet is a powerful tool. Yeah. And we can really, really help people out there and bring more positivity on these platforms. Um, and so that's why I was like, hey, let me be on Cynthia's podcast. Um, and so thank you so much for starting this. Then, then, you know, the whole thing about finding yourself and talking about your insecurities, um, I've, I am very sensitive to this because I know there are various people who listen and probably at the end of their rope. There are some who will listen and probably they don't know if they have the insecurities or their, or their insecurities have caused them hurt. And so the first place I would say is find a safe place, safe space to go and speak and go and talk. Uh, I don't know what that space is. It could be a relative, it could be a friend, um, it could be someone, it could be a church. I don't know. But find a safe space. If, if church is not safe for you, hey, no problem. You don't have to go there. Yeah. Just find a safe space, to a place where you can go and speak. Secondly, there are tools also available online and resources online that help people um, just to be able to find themselves, find who you are. Uh, are you a sanguine? You know, personality types. Uh, what kind of a person? You know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> are you a melancholic? What kind of person are you? So that you get to the space where you get to see who you are and understand who you are better rather than letting circumstances tell you who you are. So there are people who grieve differently, there are people who process happiness differently, enjoy anger. So there are tools that will enable you to do this. And there are various, you can just go and Google them and you'll find them. There are institutions even abroad who give free counseling, free coaching as well on this. So you can do that. Because that's the first space. When you find out who you are, when you deep down know who you are and what you stand for and what you believe in and who, who, for example, George Kagwe or Cynthia, who Cynthia is, you know, and what your purpose in life is. That's the other thing. Because once you know who you are, then you get to know what your purpose in life is through your giftings and your talents. That's it. Your road to self-awareness is already like quarter way done. You're already 25% in. And so that's, we just have to be more self-aware. We have to, we have to, we have to stop. Hey, we have to stop wanting or stop letting Instagram, social media, TikTok, all these social media platforms stop, 
we have to stop looking at them as the space kids that will, will really come and you know encourage us and help us to be the people who we want to be yeah. and really reflect who we are you know those spaces will kill us more than really develop us mm-hmm. if we don't know who we are yeah. and so don't look at people don't go to the bra don't look at people's cars don't look at your friends who are moving on up to another neighborhood yet maybe they have us for you you know yeah. so don't think that's the life man it's not yeah. it's not the life yeah so that's what i would say So yeah guys that's how our conversation with Judge Kagwe went. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did despite the colorful background noise tapana pale. Acha saini nasikia makunguru outside my window. And I'm like my enemies, can you all relax? Anyway, can you all relax? <laughs> anyway, jokes aside, um talking to Judge Kagwe made me admire him and relate to him even more. I feel like he's the literal definition of winning and just going beyond anything that you've ever been told. And I think that's what I want to tell you guys. Like you don't have to be defined by people, you don't have to be defined by your grades. You can go over and above anything and you can still win. Cuz if George did then who are you not to? You get like you're a winner boo. Don't let other people define you. Imagine wewe ni mshindi yeah you are a mshindi yes <laughs> anyway guys if you've learned something from this episode um there's a thing we do on this platform where if you've learned something you write it down on a sticky note and then you dm it to us at through.kanais by the way if you don't follow us on instagram to particular instagram at through.kanais or just search for Trunkanize podcast and you can DM us a photo of your sticky notes. If you don't have sticky notes, you can just write us like the message, you tell us what you've learned and then we'll write it on a sticky note and we will put it on our Instagram page. So please make sure you follow us at through.kanize for just to teasers, to lessons, to things. Yeah, it's our online community. If you don't follow Judge Kagwe on YouTube and on Instagram, we una slack. You are literally sleeping on good content where Just follow Judge Kagwe on YouTube at Judge Kagwe. Ukimtafuta utampata. He's just a funny person. Like I assure you you will get a good laugh. No matter how bad your day is, utacheka, utacheka. So yes, if you find this podcast episode insightful, please share it with your friends and your families. Or come out when I post somewhere, please tag us at Thrudan Can Eyes. We'll really appreciate it. Otherwise, I hope you're really enjoying this series that we're having. And yes, make sure you come back next week for another podcast episode. Otherwise, I really love you guys. Continue winning and, you know, go over and above everything. Fight your insecurities, embrace them, do whatever you want to them. Stay tuned for the next episode. Bye!